Hey everybody, welcome to another CornerCast podcast. I am your host Khalil and I am so happy to welcome you guys back. We are excited with all the stuff we're doing this year and yeah, it's just been nonstop for the past two weeks. I mean, it's toy after toy after toy after toy one way or another, whether I'm buying for myself or I'm buying for some of my friends. Sorry, it feels like it's just never going to stop. Well, I know it will because eventually somebody will screw something up and we won't have anything. But for the time being, it's just there's an abundance of toys and it's been fun to talk about it. And uh, we're really happy to have launched um, five weeks ago. We're going into week six today. Our toy of the day on our YouTube channel every night sometime around seven, nine o'clock, we talk about a toy that we've gotten recently in the last year. And the goal is to, uh, go the whole year (laughs) and we'll see, maybe we'll start doing one toy a day, but we've been doing waves or, or collections and things like that together. Um, but this week on the podcast is part one. So before Christmas, we recorded, um, two parts of a podcast with um jq and i were joking around said we should get the gang back together and i messaged everybody from fanboy factor sanchez and hopkins and brian and jay and um we talked about it and sure enough a bunch of little memes came back with you know the blues brothers we're on a mission from god we're getting the band back together and uh we did we recorded one and hopkins wasn't available for the first one so we decided that it went so well and we had so much fun that we would do part two and invite Hopkins back. And then Brian wasn't available for part two. And so eventually all five of us will get back together. But uh, this first week is me, Jay, Sanchez, and Brian talking everything from comics to toys to the Mandalorian to everything. So um, yeah, it was just, it was a really good time. We really enjoyed ourselves and it was fun to get together and, you know, you know, you know, joke with each other and Jay's internet wasn't working well. And then we got that fixed. And then, you know, at at some point I got all excited because they were telling me about all the new comics that are coming out and how that's working. And Brian's got some really fun stuff. You should take a look at his comics 101 and warp pages on his YouTube channel. There's a link in our profile. Um, I'm really proud of the work he's doing and it, you know, it's stuff that needs to be out there and it's really an interesting, um, different take than a lot of the other places that we see. And his comic book knowledge is just, um, amazing. So honestly, it's just fun to watch him go. So I hope he continues. So Brian, keep going. You like it, do it. That's it. Anyway. So, um, yeah. So week one, Me, Brian, JQ, Sanchez, without further ado. Oh, I'm going to forget. Remember to follow them on uh, fanboyfactor.com, and you can go there for all the links. It's Fanboy Factor on all social media. And then you can follow us um, on Instagram, on Twitter, and Facebook. Yeah, we're at Caster's Corner, and youtube.com backslash Caster's Corner for our nightly toy of the day. And uh, thank you guys for supporting us. Subscribe, rate, review, pass on the podcast. Let us know who you want to hear. What you <coughs> excuse me? What you want us to talk about? And uh, yeah. So without further ado, it is me. It is the crew of Fanboy Factor, Brian, JQ, and Sanchez. Enjoy. Everybody. 
God. Okay. Start time. Mics are on. Yes. So everybody uh, knows. Everybody's clear. Mics are hot. Um. <laughs> I'm sure it's hot down there. It's snowing up here. Um. I don't know. We didn't. I. I was. I was thinking. So this week, I was thinking. As I was getting ready and I was telling my mom and my girlfriend who was on this week, I was like, oh, yeah, no, we didn't have a production meeting this week. Um, and I was like, oh, we didn't really plan for this, but I don't really plan. So we're just here. <laughs> production meeting? I'm just taking a production meeting. Oh, you're, you're garbly, Jay. Maybe we got to shut your cam off. You're really like. What, welcome. That's better. Mississippi. That's better. Um, Is that better? I think so. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so it's been I don't know how long has it been. It's been seven, eight years, six years. Oh my god, seven years, I think. Seven, since yeah. we've all been on the same call at the same time. Just <laughs> so. about. I don't know. I just um. This kind of got born out of Jason, Jay, and I talking about like how Sanchez is doing. You know, we talked about Brian, and we were like, you know, it'd be great to kind of get everybody back together again and kind of do this and just just catch up and talk about comics and talk about toys and and all that stuff. So I don't know. I, I didn't really have a kind of guide to go into. Although I feel like I'm. I'm be honest with you. I, I'll be honest. I feel like we need that right now. Like, I feel like, I feel like I'm back there and I'm like, cause I mean, I, I, I guess you would say I cut my teeth or however you say it. I, I, I started my podcasting with, with Brian on fanboy factor and with you guys. And, um, it was, it was a really good learning experience. And I think I, I, Brian and I have talked about it. I think we have different management styles and we have different kind of goals for, for what we want. So I, I I like to play things fast and loose, and and Brian's show, the Fanboy Factor, was always kind of well produced. Structured. It was yeah. structured. And, and no, it was it was well produced, and I think I think that was we were in the infancy of what podcasts were. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, like the examples we had were the Howard Stern show and. Uh, Adam Carolla and like the, the morning radio kind of, we get the topics, we talk about the news, we talk about what's going on with us. Right. Uh, good night all. And, and I think I was ready for that format. I was used to that cause I was listening to Corolla so much and I think podcasts have really changed. Um, so I don't know. So how's everybody doing? I'm <laughs> I said this has been real busy for me. I know we talked recently about, you know, I was coaching volleyball. Now volleyball's over with, and I can focus uh, more on the, I guess, the hobby per se. Mm-hmm. But I tell you right now, I, you can ask Sanchez. I, I mean, we talk almost every other day about hunting, and it's so dry. And uh, I know the top. Probably come up with Jay. We're losing you. <laughs> I didn't want to say hold. No, we got to say something because he can't let it keep going. Pro 
Jay, we didn't, we didn't hear uh, anything. Uh, we'll eventually, but I mean, I went, I've been every day trying to get me <laughs> Let me get my kids off the Wi-Fi. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> it's grown up time. Get off the Wi-Fi. <laughs> oh, just waiting. Just waiting. That was, I the, I was like, <laughs> I'm like, do I say something? <laughs> the best part is Sanchez has got his finger in front of his lips going. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all stuff is and like, Come on, what's going on? <laughs> How about now? Is, is now better? That's better. That's better. Yeah. <laughs> I got all my children off the Wi-Fi. Okay. <laughs> oh, what would they ever do now? They'll have to suffer right now and go to bed. Uh, that's that's how I feel with my kid. My kid is like, oh, it's, he's got a switch now, and it's just like. It's either Switch or Roblox or whatever YouTube idiots on. <laughs> I don't. I don't get it. I just don't get it. But I think I think that's part for the course, right? Like, I don't think our parents got us. No, no. So Jay, sorry. I, now we can get back to you. You were talking about hunting. I think. <laughs> yeah, um, I, like I said I was talking. Talk, Sanchez and I talk every other day about hunting and. Uh, the toy market here because we only have we have a couple WalMarts, one Target, and you know for the most part it, it's it's, it's things. And I know Mike uh, and I will always talk about hey you know th- I have this I have this and he goes find me this and I laugh I'm like yeah sure and I look at your post Khalil I'm like damn he's like that's like the mecca up there he finds everything. <laughs> well I and we were saying we were talking about this before I started like. I think I think the difference here is I clearly have no life. Like I clearly this is this is what I do. I spent four hours today just driving around today, dropping off toys to people. Um, and I drove through snow yesterday to get tra- like I I put in a lot of time. I think I put in a lot more than I should sometimes. Um, I do a lot of online hunting. I've got a really good group of local guys that are constantly um, feeding information. Like tonight I had one guy, uh, Sean, if you're listening, I had him hit me up and go, I found this transformer at this Walmart and this train. He went to three Walmarts and sent me the pictures of everything he found. So it really is a a group effort as far as what's going on up here. And, and honestly, I, I, I'm, I'm lucky like on the way into work, I can hit, three walmarts without really changing my course at all i mean i'm sorry three targets and probably three or four walmarts without really changing course at all um and about seven or eight walgreens so it's it's luck and it's time i'm not home a lot (laughs) to be honest right um i said when i found those dark nights i i I messaged you the the second i found them i found them (laughs) no i was i was happy for you and I found them for fifteen eighty eight as well. I was actually happier when I found them like that. Oh, what a bargain! It is. I love that Walmart can't keep its shit together. To be honest with you, oh. it's great. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like a different story down here. Like it's weird. Like in certain parts and certain things, because Jay always asks me to find him stuff, and I would say eight out of ten times I can find it, but it's you- just I have to go ahead and search up and down like luckily with my job since i have to travel anyway for my job i can hit some walmarts and targets i, I typically wouldn't because it's too far and 
I, I, you know, I get a little lucky here and there now. I mean, Pop Finder and BrickSeek have been my lifesavers. Like, it, it, a friend of mine wanted to go, and they're li- they're now lines at at our targets um, to get in because they're monitoring how many people are coming in and out. Right. And um, we just Pop Finded like what we were actually looking for, and saw that there were none in that store. So we were like, ah, we're not going to go in. We're just going to go home. So we traded our toys in the parking lot and then just went home. So, well, speaking of Target, what do you think about this new uh, collector profiler? It's not new. I hate to tell you, a friend, my friend who works retail, looked it up, and I guess the original post and the original posting, the information came from, I don't know, six to ten years ago. Um, oh, so just like never forced it. They, I, I think it's just kind of one of those things that people are looking to rant. I think it's part of their manual. I think it's there. But I don't think it's new. Um, and I saw somebody else post something about like not being able to return things. And if something's broken, I, I I don't have a problem returning it. Or if I buy it by accident or whatever, I don't necessarily ever have a problem returning things. Um, their their collectible window is so narrow that I would argue it too because those coupons where it's like, you know, buy a hundred dollars worth of toys um, and get, you know, whatever back or, you know, 20, they give you the coupons, like 25% off one toy, whatever. Um, They're not good on the NECA section. They're not good on the pop section. So my argument is because they're like, Oh, those are collectibles. So if it works, if those coupons work, then those are toys. If, if they don't work, then those are the collectibles. And, you know, I rarely return anything that I buy in that section, to be honest with you, unless it's broken. And yeah, yeah. I just returned a Marty McFly. Nobody gave me any problems because I had an I think extra the only one. time. The only time I had a problem returning to Target was um, I, I think I got an extra White Ranger when the, the first wave came out mm-hmm. and I wanted to swap it for whatever other figure was in the first. I think I wanted to swap it for another uh, uh, Shadow Ranger. Mm hmm. And they they gave me like it was four dollars. Oh, it was on sale for four dollars. I'm like, I didn't pay for it. Here's my receipt. I paid nineteen ninety seven for it or whatever how much it was. And they they literally fought with me over the price of it because it was on sale now. I'm like, well, it was on sale then, and I finally got it for you know how I wanted to do it. But that's yeah. the only time I had a problem with Target. But mostly, if you get your receipt, they don't mess with you. Yeah, no, like the receipts are big. I mean, I I had some stuff recently that was outside the receipt window and and returned it and without a receipt and they didn't even give me a problem for it either. I mean, they take your license, they cap you at a certain point. They said like this is the cap, but they don't I don't know. I I think it I think somebody saw that or that was out for somebody to see and they reacted to it, but I think that it's a non-starter. It's it's something that the best example is if this is true and this is a new mandate and it's being enforced, I walked out of, uh, I walked out of target this week with a case of stormtroopers. I asked, they were on sale buy two get one free. I went in, I asked for them. They brought out the entire case. I took six of them, kept the box, walked up to the register, bought them, walked out of the store. Nobody stopped me. Nobody questioned it. Nobody gave me a hard time. So I I think it's it's one of those things that somebody found and thought that it was gonna elicit a lot of reaction or hate, but I I, I think it's kind of one of those things that you know 
there was only one Facebook group I saw where people were. It was like one guy just basically. You probably saw the same post I saw, who just basically went like hardcore ranting about it, and everyone's like, "Dude, relax. Just go in there and act respectful. You'll be okay." Yeah, I don't think it's. I don't think it's really a, an issue, but I don't, no, know. I don't think it's big of an issue. But I just think it, I hope it helps out with the. You know, people swapping figures. I, I hope it. I hope it helps that. But I know it's not geared to. This is one of the biggest things. But like, like I said, like they let me walk out with a case, like a case, like I walked yeah. out with the case, and and they didn't stop me. So I don't think that this is gonna. And I just returned something the other day. So I, I don't think it's a. I don't think it's gonna hold up, and I don't think they can. I think that I think the difference is it's like the corporate mandate versus the person behind the desk. I don't think the person behind the desk gives a shit about what you take back. They're not being paid that much. Either. No, if you have a receipt, especially if you have a receipt, if you have a receipt and the figure looks somewhat like what you bought, I, I think. And even when it doesn't, I don't think that they care. And then there's always Walmart, so whatever. Yeah. I mean, that was well, one of. Sorry, go ahead. I said, you know, th- there's been a lot of uh, talks too about, you know, price points because the price points are going up, and depending on where you order from, a-, a lot of people are, you know, getting tired of the wait time on Pulse, so they're finding other outlets. But like, you know, GameStop up their prices about two bucks for a Marvel Legend and a uh, Star Wars Black Series or a Power Ranger Lightning, and I think Amazon did it too. I think they went up about two or three bucks as well. So people no, are just, complaining about that. No, the Amazon is, seems to be at the right price point because I did with the Star Wars wave that just came out. I uh, X Men wave, I mean, um, that just came out. I mean, I pretty much got everything I wanted for you know, it was nineteen bucks a figure, which is about normal. And then I'm not because I'm a Prime member. Thank God, because some of these places even. My biggest gripe is because I work in shipping. I know how much everything should cost to ship. <laughs> and then I, when they give these, you know, you, you pay $19, then you got to pay like another $10 in shipping. It's just like, what, 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 what are you, crazy? That's not how much this costs. Yeah, no, shipping costs have been out of control lately, to be honest with you. It, it, yeah. The way they get you is it's shipping and handling. So they got to yeah. pay the idiot in the warehouse who puts it into a box and mails it out to you. That's where they get you. I it's not the actual plastic it, bag with no bubble mailer. Yeah. yeah. Or, or well, I can't say the idiots because my niece is, my goddaughter is one of those people that pack it at Amazon. Well, what can I say? I, I deal with this. I do. No, I no, I, I know. On a daily basis. <laughs> Everyone, everyone's just, just, just in case, just in case I have to throw that out there. I love you. You're not an idiot. <laughs> No, no, but I mean, I I got the um the Nimrod three pack, right? They just slapped right. a label on it. They didn't even put it in a box. They they I saw that. And and the thing that kills me is it comes in a white mailer box. So somebody took it out of the white mailer to put the sticker on it and then send it without the actual box it came in, which is mind-boggling to me, like utterly. I just yeah so yeah when I saw that I I couldn't believe what happened to you I was like oh my lord that that just really happened and that's that and there's been a couple other three packs before than that than than that was an official before no no not at all and and I saw that happen with the transformer sets too the the two packs the transformer two packs DJ got one just slapped just 
slapped a sticker on it, just sent it out. <laughs> like, okay, Man. here we are. So, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, you know, um, I wish I had a better, I wish I had better self-control. Because I just buy way too much. I've, I've maxed <laughs> out. <Noticed. laughs> Well, dur- during that, what, during the last four months from August to now, the amount of pre-orders and, and first looks and, and drops, it's been obscene. Like, I don't remember ever being like this. No, neither do I. I could agree with you there. It's just the amount of good stuff that's come out, especially from Hasbro, it's just been, like, incredible. I mean, you know, it, I, McFarland stuff is really nice, too. It's just like... Like they're overcompensating or something. I, I well, and yeah. it, then they're not sticking to dates either, or or the or the or the online stores are getting the dates wrong. Like uh, Amazon is now shipping the 2021 Transformers. I budgeted for them in February. It's December. Right. <laughs> I'm I'm wondering though if all this is, has to do with the 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 pandemic. You know, delaying all the shipping. You know, all those containers that were sitting it in is. the in the harbors. It is. It's. Um, I mean, it's been a, a logistical nightmare since March, and it's getting worse. And some things get through, some things don't. It's. It's just been a, a nightmare, and it's shipping companies or. or blown out to extremes they you know nobody prepared for the the volume of stuff that's coming out and then you also got other stuff that that was scheduled to come out like there's so much movie merchandise and the studios just keep pushing the movies back it's just right i mean that's we saw that you know what happened with the what was it which gi joe was it rise of cobra or the second one for what uh, the gi joe movie well, those were years ago. No, I know, but that it killed. That's what helped kill oh. part of the franchise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Retaliation. The definitely. fact, yeah, yeah. The reta- yeah, yeah. This, I mean, I, I, you know, I'm going to my kids like seeing the King Kong versus uh, Godzilla toys out there, and he's like asking me, "Why are these out?" And I'm like trying to explain to him. How production times are, how you know, it's just like it, it just screws up everything, you know, when they switch yeah. the movie. I want to be in the aisle as Brian's okay, Sean. Now, here's how <laughs> shipping works. I'm gonna to explain to you how production works. And he's like, Daddy, I just want the m- monkey. Please, can I have the monkey? <laughs> Remember, this all Sean's- coincides with the supply and demand discussion last week, little man. <laughs> Well, but I give Sean credit. He'll know who exactly who it is. I know where he came from. No, no, I love it. I mean, you know, I was having a conversation with somebody this week, and it was like, I feel like I was a kid. I was a lot. Oh, a friend of mine, he'll, he'll get a kick out of this. He, he was talking about how he got his kid something, and by the time he got it to his kid, the kid was like uninterested in it. He just was like, <laughs> "Yeah, no, this is cool, Daddy, but look at the box it came in." And I was like. Yeah, no, I'm like, I knew back then as a kid, like what was, what was real, what wasn't real, where you can get it, like, you know, how much it costs. Like I was dialed into the toy culture even when I was like seven, 
like I knew what was out and what was coming out and I read Tom Arts and figures and all those magazines back then and um yeah I just kind of loved it so I, I I totally understand what you're saying about it. it's just this I mean I got Hanukkah this week and we got him some all of a sudden he's now into Bakugan so that's this week's obsession oh lord it's like oh god that's a pricey one too uh, Oh, it's still a lot cheaper than the Switch game, so I can't complain. <laughs> I can Jeez. honestly say I know nothing about Bakugan. I know nothing. I don't know imagine, anything either. Imagine Transformer minifigures that are balls. That's basically what they are. Okay. Balls. Yeah. Like they're balls. They're li- literally little little ball, like like little ping pong ball sized things. It's it's pretty much a mashup of Pokemon meets. Uh, meets Transformers is pretty much what it is. What are those spinning I'm, top ones? Isn't that? No, that's uh, Beyblades. Oh, yeah, okay. Beyblade, yeah. I get those oh, two mixed yeah. up. Yeah. Oh, please. I'm still trying to figure out the, the appeal of a Pokemon because I, I watch it. It's like, okay, you're having animals fight animals. Isn't that kind of what Michael Vick got arrested for? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jay. Can you explain this to us? I still play Pokemon Go every day, so I'm guilty. I oh, that's what I gotta ask you, Jay. After we're done with this, before we hang up, you gotta you gotta look up and tell me what my username is because <laughs> I lost it <laughs> and I haven't I been able you. to log in in almost a year. But I don't want to put it out on the podcast. I got you. Okay. I keep going to log in and I'm like, oh, I can't play. I don't remember what my username is. <laughs> so. Uh, hey, well, let, let's shift gears since we have Brian here, and this is something I want oh, to get another person's perspective on because talking to Scott the shop about this, he he's like three stages that don't give a crap about it because he doesn't want to order them because he, he's afraid to take the gamble. But Brian, yeah. tell me what you feel and what you think is going to happen with the future of DC and and coinciding with future state. That was a priceless look. I can't wait to hear the answer. Uh, uh, I know for a fact that Future State is only a two-month event. I know that for a fact. Yeah, we had to make the orders for it all. So we were ca- taking a blind gamble because of the distribution switch from lunar to, from UCS to Lunar. Yeah. I mean, they are still... From what I'm hearing, everything's supposed to... I think it's dark metal is supposed to set up a future state and then future state is supposed to once that ends, that's supposed to shape the new DC universe again. Keyword again, again, again. Yes, please. It's so I, mean, trying we, to... I, I keep, I keep hearing rumors that AT&T wants to get rid of the comic division. They want to keep the movies and television and all the other stuff, but they want to axe the comics. And I don't see that happening, but the way no, they're the, tanking everything. Well, they're, I mean, they have gotten rid of some people. Um, unfortunately, I know a lot of these people, and they, but they have filled. I mean, they got rid of Didio, which a lot of people are probably happy about. <laughs> I don't know how I feel. Um, they brought in some couple new people uh it's 
their continuity is like all of a sudden is, I mean, they were never the best continuity, but now it's just like with this entire black label thing, is it like, seems to be in continuity, but it's not in continuity. It's just, I read I mean, all the titles, and I I couldn't tell you what's going on. I work at a damn comic shop. Yeah, and I, I know, tell people I, all the time. What I couldn't tell you what's going on. No, it's a, I, I read the things too, and it's just like I, I don't fully understand who they they back their horses on. It's just Bendis is one of the worst. I mean, and to put him on Superman was just like, yeah, that made no sense. You just. I, I don't know. I like Gleason's run when it was, you know, Super Dad, you know, Super Dad and Super Son, and then didn't Bendis, Bendis came in work on Titans too? Didn't he? Wasn't he on Titans for a little bit? Young Justice. Young Justice. Yeah, yeah, Justice. Yeah, and it, it, it wasn't bad. I tried. I, mean, I found, couldn't. I couldn't keep. He's it good with the teeny bopper books, but when you give him an adult book, he he wants to unmask him. Like leave the mask. I, Brian's famous words for Captain America: "Leave the damn mask on." <laughs> some things don't change. No, some things will never change. And it's—I don't know—I don't get it. I, I don't understand what they're trying to do. Is um, like I said, from a retail retailer standpoint, it's hard because I had to sit there and look at Scott in the face with the order and say, Scott. You have to take a little gamble. You just can't order two or three of these books. You have to give people a chance to read these so they can pick up the rest of them. I mean, it's it, we're looking at Dark Knight books. The main story is selling, and we, we don't have any more of those. But the sub stories can't; they won't sell at all. Well, does that like have all the little anything? One-shot books. Can I ask? Does that have anything to do? <clears throat> excuse me, with the fact that like those tie-ins, those side stories, don't keep up. Um, timeline wise with what's going on in the main story well for the death metal one like for example if you didn't read the Lobo one the uh, extreme super hour whatever it was called uh, um, it actually rolled into book uh, five but so like if you didn't read it you didn't you didn't like Lobo just pops into that book but if you read the one shot you know why he's there because I think that that was like I okay, so my experience was um, uh, oh, what was the one with Wave Rider, Brian? Um, uh, oh, Armageddon. Armageddon was it two thousand one or Armageddon? Yeah, yeah, yeah um, two thousand one. Where where he was going to each hero? Yeah, yeah. And, it and, was supposed to be Captain. It was supposed to be Captain Adam who was the villain yeah, 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 that yeah. got leaked, and yeah. Well, but but that seemed like it stayed like it was. Like either that or um, Nightfall or the Death of Superman, like those comics, they all worked together. Right. So if you went weekly, you know, even 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 Zero Hour, like even those all kind of fed into each other, where it felt like this. But I remember reading—I don't remember what I was reading a couple months ago, where like I read one book and I'm like, oh, I was reading the um, I was reading a trade of something. I'm like, these don't connect. Like these don't make any sense. They are. DC is desperately trying to clean the new 52 stink out of everything. And they're trying to, they're trying to get everything back to pre flashpoint. Yes. And it's, it's not going well. It's like, there's nobody manning the boat. It's just like, 
everybody is just like uh, it, it seems like it's it's all i don't know how, i mean do you feel this way jason like it's like they're all trying to go back to the, to the pre to pre-flashpoint but nobody's driving the damn boat and it's, it's a no, free-for-all they're, they're... There is someone driving the boat. It's Stevie Wonder and Ray Charles. I mean, that's what it is. I mean, it's just, <laughs> I mean, it, it it's hard to even, like I say, people come in all the time. What can I read? I want to read this. I'm like, I, I take them all the way to the, to the graphic novels. Pick up this. You'll enjoy it more. And it's an old, always an older story from, you know, like, like I said, pre-Flashpoint. Um, right. But it, it's, I read Batman religiously. I, I read all the, the Batman no. titles. No, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I would say it isn't true. <laughs> and and I, I did the same thing with Green Lantern. I mean, Green Lantern. I read that religiously. But your, you know, your your good buddy uh, Morrison messes up for me. I can't. Uh, I, I I can't even read this. I'm getting the books because I have to have a complete set. But I'm not even reading them. I can't. It, they're not readable. Mm-hmm. I keep telling people that uh, if you like Green Lantern, just wait until they reboot it because. But there's no, the only way to get back to the way it was is to, I, I hate to say it, is just as, I guess Future State's going to try to do that. And if they do it, kudos to them. But the Future State, you know, it's all new characters. It is. I mean, DC, I mean, they, Warner Brothers in DC has already planned a, a TV show based on the Wonder Girl from. Uh, yeah, and we haven't read a book yet about her. Yeah, it's a. And I'm okay with that. I mean, I'm okay with all that stuff. I mean, new character, whoever it may be, she has a mantle, do it. I'm okay with it. But if you want your comics to succeed, keep the stories going. It, there was nothing wrong with the way the stories were going. From 1940 to when Batman got his back broken, or for when Flash, when, when you know, spoiler, if you didn't know that the Flash died originally, when Barry died, you know, it's okay to, to have all that and, and keep it going. And this constant state of rebooting numbers to sell number one issue or to get a variant cover out there you know it's 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 uh, becoming the 90s all over again where you know unless uh, you have a key collector app where you know it is the key issue it's like oh well this comic store only sold 3,500 issues of this special variant cover so it's worth a million dollars but if you have the regular cover it's worth two dollars it's like the speculator market's killing comics. It's just, it's, it's, I can go forever. And I think me and Khalil talked last time about mm-hmm. the speculator market. It's, but then on the other side of the fence, you have the Marvels who don't, you know, they still believe in the adage, you know, continuity doesn't matter as long as you tell a good story. And I'm like, yeah, that's great and all, but how about telling a great story? I'm I, still I waiting on the, the fixed X Men. This X of Swords 22 book. Oh my God. Wow. I, I tried reading that and it's just like, and, and now with the X-Men, it's just like, we always knew there was a revolving door of death when it came to comics. But please, the entire thing of X-Men with being able to re- have new bodies, I'm like, where's the drama then? If you know anybody dies, can come right back. Yeah, I just, I I liked, there was, it seemed like there was, you know, you said that we're going back to the '90s, but it seemed like there was at least a finality, at least in the '90s, for for some things where, right. you know, there were stakes. You know, how went nuts. Barry was dead. You know, Superman he died. Back he, broken. He got his back broken, and that you know ushered in, you know, a a, a better Robin. You know what I mean? We have Tim Drake that 
was a really good detective um, and that really excelled. And Dick Grayson, you know, really took on the mantle of Nightwing and kind of had his own life. And even Superman, you know, had interesting stories where, you know, dying also meant the loss of power, which, you know, we had electric Superman, but it, it gave way to that better Justice League, like rebooting and bringing the core seven to, you know what I mean? It, it felt like there were, st- even with Marvel, it was like, yeah, here- I think the, super, the Superman thing came earlier with Burns, like more grounding him and making, you know, not making Clark Kent a wimp anymore was also kind of nice. Yeah. And like Wonder Woman had like real life things to do. You know what I mean? Like yeah. she was an, an ambassador mm-hmm. and there was the ambassador. There was, there, I don't know, there was just more grounding. There, it, it was stories I wanted to read. And then there was a point, and I, and I think that the point that it got to was, what, what was the, the big thing with Superboy Prime? What was that big crossover? Final Crisis or? In, infinite Crisis. No, infinite Final, Crisis, Final, yeah. No, Final Crisis was with Darkseid, which Morrison, but, but but so I mean, it was, like, so it, was the, it was that point yeah. where, like, it, it wasn't so much Superboy punching the wall, that stupid Superboy punching the wall to come back to life or to, to merge realities. It was like, it was that point where, like, nothing mattered anymore. No, like, everything kind of just there were no stakes, everything was fine, everybody was back, everybody can do whatever they want to do, and and everybody got the shaft, like, Wally got the shaft, Kyle got the shaft. Tim Drake up everybody that they had like ma- picking up those mantles. Is that a green lantern tattoo on your finger? Yes. Maybe. I have never seen that before. When did you get that? Uh, three years ago. Did it hurt? Oh, that must've hurt. This one. No, nah, not that bad. <clears throat> That's amazing. The one, on the one on my neck is the one that killed me. <laughs> That's amazing. That really yeah, that is. The, that's the one that his mom, I think slapped him for too. What the neck one or the finger one? The finger one oh. because you can see it. She doesn't. She doesn't care about tattoos as long as you can't see them. Mm-hmm. So when she saw this, she the first time she took the wooden spoon and hit it while it was still healing. Oh, <laughs> that's, a, that's a true story. That, that's a true story. I'm like I'm, a, I'm like I tell I'm like I'm a man, mom, and she's like I don't care. You're still my boy. <laughs> that's oh. a good one. That's a good one. Um, oh, see God. stakes. You there's stakes in getting a tattoo. You are stuck with that for the rest of your life. No, but the like movie was I got beat for it. Exactly. So. And there's a fallout. <laughs> see, are you gonna get another finger tattoo? I don't think so. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I, you know what you should do. You should, on the other hand, you should get all the Captain Planet ones. <laughs> I think about getting all the rings on one hand. You know, I'll just do it on this, and then maybe the infinite, you know, all the infinity gems with a big yellow one right here in the middle of my hand. That would be amazing. Oh my God. <laughs> That's devotion. That yeah, that that takes a lot. Um, <laughs> Commitment right there. <laughs> but yeah, I just um, I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm getting old. Like, I, I question whether or not it's it's the age too. Like, I, I think everything with DC really fell apart when they brought back. I don't know. I, I was okay with Hal being brought back. And I agree with you about, you know, Kyle being pushed off to the side and that bothered me, but I think it really went when Barry was brought back. I think I was just like, that. that's really? what I was pointing to. Like bring Barry back was, was the one that kind of put the nail in the yeah. coffin for them to kind of do good things because 
<clears throat> it was that whole idea where um, all the mantles got pushed aside. Yeah. Like, it, you know, even when, when they brought Hal back, Kyle still was primary. Like, Kyle had right. put together Oa again. Kyle had, you know, brought back the corpse. He'd given, you know, John Stewart a place. He had given, you know, you developed. And I think, Jay, I think we talked about I think we talked about this last time. Um, or yeah. Brian. Where you developed, like, Guy Gardner. And you got right. developed, you know, John Stewart and, and this core. And then bringing Hal back as the Spectre, I think, was, was the good move. Even bringing him back as a lantern was fine, but once you brought Barry back, it kind of negated the sacrifice. Yeah. I think. Yeah. It also, it, I mean, it also doesn't make any sense to me because it's just like Johns was writing Wally for what five years straight? A long time. Like a it, long and time. it was great. The rogues were and then, amazing. And then all these, he just pushes Wally aside to write Barry. It was just like. What? Well, you know what? I also noticed there was there was a push to make everybody younger. Yeah. Like there was a push to get rid of responsibility. And it, it also leaked into Marvel. And I know Marvel has its issues, but the minute that they took Peter Parker and they took away his life, basically, because he was an adult, he was a teacher, he was married to MJ, Aunt May knew his secret... Like it was like this, and he was learning to use his powers more with Ezekiel during Straczynski's run. Um, (laughs) And then they decided the one more day thing, and they're like, "We're gonna just, we're gonna, Uh, we're just gonna, we're gonna, (laughs) you can keep Aunt May, but you lose everything, and we're gonna reboot you back to your twenties because they wanted the old. You can either have the hot wife." Or you can have the old lady. <laughs> Let me go with the old lady. Who's going to die anyway, either way you pick. But, you know, sooner or later, which one you want. I just... And and it, it and that's what broke... Like, that's what broke me with, with Spider-Man. Yeah. And as they kind of did that with everybody, where they're like, oh, we're going to make Bruce younger, and then we're going to get rid of Tim so that we can knock down the ages of everybody else. And then, you know, Hal's going to come back, so Kyle's going to be something out, in the, and then Wally's just going to be gone. Yeah, and I didn't mind him them changing his his you know making him um, making him a black kid and 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 delving into diversity in it, but then they even cheapened that Wally because they bring back the other Wally. So like it's just like right, you know I don't know. You know they 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 keep like going back to Spider Man. They keep fooling with them. Like Spider Man is a character that you know. It was never broken, in my opinion. I mm. mean, it, it, but you you take him the whole Doc Ock run for the Superior Spider Man, where he gets six more PhDs and he's a multimillionaire. Peter Parker's always that broke kid who can take pictures and you know, here here, here's a picture of Spider Man. Give me twenty bucks, you know, you know, rent Parker, rent like that. That's the Spider Man we all know and we can love and self sacrificing. Mm. But you know, the whole Doc Ock thing was different it worked but i felt it was weird mm-hmm. i mean i might yeah. be the silent minority there but no not. no i thought it was different i didn't read it read it like i know of it i, I kind of was out at that point but it, I mean, just... it was nice to see, it was nice to see when he, when parker came back the old parker what kicked in and he lost everything <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. like in one, one. yeah 
But I mean, but, I mean uh, it's, go ahead. you got the same thing going with, 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 with Batman, you know, like the events of the Joker war. I mean, we're really yet to see what the true consequences are. We we kind of have a if you if you're up to date, you kind of have an idea. He's basically boned at, at the current moment, um, and you know, is future state going to address that? How far ahead is future state? Or cause I know we have this. We have the the next Batman, which is this previously unknown, but now with that variant comic getting leaked, we know his ethnicity. Which was leaked at, at what was going to be, which I'm okay with it. You know, go for it. But then well, we this have is... the Dark Detective, which is a Batman with no cape who's sleeveless. You know, and that's Bruce. Yeah, that, that's Bruce. But that's Bruce. I, mean, I, I thought I read that the the new Batman is one of the Fox kids. I think it's Luke. Yeah, I think it's. Yeah, it I mean, they've been talking. They were talking about making Luke Batman anyhow. Which again, I'm just like. Well, I don't have a problem with it. I just look at the contenders and I'm just like, I couldn't even see Luke in that line with the other people who would be in front of him for the mantle. Well, but, like I said, I don't want to spoil the end of Joker War, but there's well, but, a reason for that. I mean, but well, okay, Jay. So I, I think you, I don't know if, did you catch the beginning? So this is going to air in January. Okay. So spoil it. <laughs> Okay, well, Spoiler, go, uh, spoilers. If you haven't read the end of Joker War, you haven't read up to this point. We're, mean, we're, we're, 2021. Yeah. <laughs> the, the end of Joker War, um, basically, the whole premise of Joker War is Joker steals the Wayne Millions, the Wayne Billions, the Wayne Fortune. Billion, yeah. <laughs> and he uses all of Bruce's technology against him. Well, they get it back, but it goes public that Bruce Wayne has been helping Batman. So Luke Lucius Fox is now the sole proprietor of the Wayne fortune, but they cannot support Batman in any way, shape or form, have that money tied into Batman. So Batman now has to fund himself with his generous compensation salary. They kicked him off the board. So he, instead of being a billionaire, he only makes six figures now a year. And that, and that's what, causes a strain in the bat family and him that totally goes against i mean that's I, I, uh, because in batman incorporated everybody knew that bruce wayne was fronting the money for it so why is it right. a problem now and that and they go back to incorporated uh, i think issue 103 just hits on incorporated on because uh, this character of ghostmaker uh and bruce have a past and yeah. supposedly Bruce tried to recruit Ghostmaker in a in in the past and as to being part of Incorporated. So I agree with you. I don't understand why now it's a problem, but I guess the whole Joker War thing escalated that the whole that 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 they're going back to that premise that Batman makes the villains come to Gotham. <laughs> so they're they're going back to that premise. I just I mean at a certain okay, so I'm gonna say something really controversial. Okay. A room full of oh, comic yeah. book people. Well, be, before that, I, I don't know if you've seen Khalil yet, but uh, the 80s Titans are coming back too. They're forcing that. Okay, so, okay. the, the okay, I want to go back to Titans. Don't let me forget Titans, whoever. <laughs> don't, don't, no, you're good. I have, I have a really important question to ask you too because I don't know better. Because um, I don't read books anymore. I'll be honest with you. Um, is it time to just let them go? Like, is it time to just let. You know, like we don't get a new Batman movie every year. Right. 
we don't you know what i mean like we we get these things every few years however they are you know we don't get a star wars movie every year anymore they give them time to rest is it time you know in some ways to let these characters go and i think that's what future state's gonna test that water i i i i do talk about this with scott i I really think that they are slowly trying to try something new and this future state is going to be a very bold step Uh, i mean it's going to be jumping into an ice water bath but i I really think that's what they're trying to do i i I mean i hate to say it because you don't write a story like that you can't take it back because if you think about like stuff like and i know everything kind of comes back i'm sitting here in a desk with G.I. Joe and Star Wars and I don't think I have He-Man in the room, but like I've got everything around me, right? That that we that I grew up in the eighties with. And it's comfortable, it's nice. But I you know reading like there was a period of time where I was reading books because I wanted something different. And I read The Umbrella Academy. I read Pride. I read um uh God, Invincible. I read The Walking Dead. I read, I forget what it was. He was damned or cursed or something. Like it was like an R, hard R rated book about like the zombie apocalypse and cannibals and stuff. And like I was reading as many different graphic novels or or trades or or new books that I could because I didn't want to read Batman again. Like, how many times is Bruce going to kind of start from scratch? How many times is Peter Parker going to start from scratch and go through the same thing? Um, And Invincible, I thought, was great at the beginning. I thought Invincible was really good. Um, It was was an original take on these things. And there's no reason why those books can't be as good. It's just they don't have the money and notoriety behind them to, to get going, you know? Right. I, but I, I think I think all these characters, I think we need a break. I do. I think they should just stop for a while. You know, like I said, I, I, I religiously read. I mean, I read a lot because I work in the shop. I have to have my finger on the pulse to know what's going on. But I, I, I have enjoyed, you know, the Power Ranger and the Star Wars runs more than I have the other runs because, you know, Charles Soleil has done such a great job with Vader and Dr. Afra and and talking about these talking points in between the, the trilogies and whatnot. Then you had Kyle Higgins come in and, and write a beautiful story about Power Rangers. You know, even if you didn't watch the show, you could read that first volume like this ain't bad, you know, and it took a different mythos to the to the show. Right. Well, I mean, I think. I think the 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 most like um, concrete example of if you get good good creative team behind it, you can take something that doesn't exist and make it incredible. And it's it's this guy, like Mandalorian. I I, I do want to talk about that too. Um, <laughs> has everybody watched this? If you're watch, are, does everybody watch here? Hell this yeah. week's. Did you watch yeah. this week's? Brian? Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So like the so and and I've had conversations with people about this. Um I think what they did last week and what they did this week 
is is how you honor the past but keep moving forward with an original story where you, you get these like fan service moments where it's like yes fucking god damn it this is the most incredible thing I've ever seen in my life and then we're moving on with a new story right like we're still we're still in this world we're not like just transferring this to this we're not making it like and 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 people have been talking about like whether it's going to be Ezra or whether it's going to be Luke that they bring Grogu to and I after all the shit that they did with Luke in the last two movies I would be thrilled to see him because I think that they would do him justice so I have a couple of theories but I don't think it's Luke I think I would be happy with Ezra to be honest with you I think Ezra would be great I, I, I think Ezra no, he just we disappeared. Because at the uh, end of Rebels, Ahsoka and Sabine went on a mission to find him. But did so, you hear what Filoni said? Is that scene from Rebels happened after her Mandalorian episode? Right. Well, no, he no. I thought what he said was it could have. We're not we're not putting that in time. Uh, I, I'm gonna take it to that. I'm gonna I'm gonna feed into it that did happen afterwards because no no i'm not but I, I, okay i like that thought but here's the thing just because mando and grogu meet ezra doesn't mean sabine and um ahsoka, ahsoka will know that right you know there is that piece I, of it too i i think you have a good shot with ezra because of the whole ahsoka stuff and thrawn being thrown in there but the dark uh, the dark troopers um throw you into Kyle uh, Katran and that is uh, another way you could look at it that way too because the Favreau and Filoni have been given the grace of God by Disney they told Kathleen Kennedy they can't touch him yeah that, because they're just so so good yeah you can't you can't take away what's been awesome every I think out of all the episodes there's only one that I was kind of like fading in and out of that's when they were you know in the cave with the Little salamander woman trying to go ahead and take her to her husband. That's the only episode. Everything else has been solid. But even I, even that one was fun. I thought that one was even fun because it kind of it moved the story. Like it was still kind of yeah. one of those. I, I, I mean, it wasn't a bad episode. It was just for me. It was for me that it was a little too slow for me. Mm-hmm. I find it interesting just on like two things. You know, the, the amount of people who say it's such an original idea, and I'm like. It's a variation yeah. on Lone Wolf and Cub. Let's no, get, I get real that. here. But but regardless, I do like the fact about the rotating directors. Um, I mean, there is the one with Ahsoka. I was not impressed with the battle sequence at the end. I thought the fight coordinator just did a horrible job, and I thought it looked slow and sloppy, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. And then you had Robert Rodriguez for this past episode. And that man knows action. That man, I mean, he, he, he's done. I mean, if you look at his first film, which was basically put himself through medical tests to fund, and he was a one man film crew, that man knows how to film an action scene when he has money behind oh, it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there was a huge difference. Um, oh, I mean, don't get me wrong. Overall, I'm loving this show. I mean, I think it's one of the best things I, I, I'm watching on TV right now. And I can't wait till Friday. So I'm like, all right, good. here we go. Yeah, I wake up early before work and I watch it before work because I'm like, I'm not, I'm not gonna like get spoiled. 
Oh no, my, my first three class periods, they know they like Mr. Q, come on, and we we do our we do our little lecture. As our lecture, it's Mandalorian, and that's our first three class periods every every Friday. <laughs> yes. There goes your tax dollars, America. <laughs> but like hey, okay. We tie, hey, we, we use the we use the volume as our computer lesson, okay? Oh, okay. I apologize. There you go. You can shoot sound editing, story editing. What are the beats? You can turn it. Oh, trust me. We can turn this into a into a lesson. Trust me. This this past week's episode when the when the Razor Crest got destroyed, I, I was just like, no! I was screaming like, at the screaming at all the TV. Those, all, all, all those Hazlab backers. All Hazlab. Thanks for the back orders. Thank you. <laughs> That's what I said. That was the first. Time I was like. I was I was just like my mouth just dropped and I was like, "Oh, those people are gonna be pissed." <laughs> well, it's like it's like when you watch episode one, like I have to have the action figure, and then episode three, new armor, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> it's like one of those. But oh. like, so my question, my my thing was, you know, for for my life, I, Bubba Fett has been around my entire life, basically. Yeah, I have always wondered what everybody's fascination with him is, because I found him really boring. He got killed, like, <laughs> or we thought was killed, like horribly, and like it always kind of fell short. It was kind of like the Sopranos of the Star Wars universe. Like you always <laughs> felt like it was going to be good, and then they at the end of the episode, you're like, "What the fuck?" Like, yeah. I, I in Star Wars, I, I'm not the the biggest Star Wars like fan or follower or anything like that. I, I I watch the movies. I'm I'm still watching um, Clone Wars, getting into Rebels. So I'm kind of like you know going back and forth. So that's why sometimes I have to ask, ask Jay some things sometimes because I don't understand it. But it's always weird. It's like the characters who aren't a big part of the uh, of of the history of it. Like my favorite characters. Uh, my favorite character was Darth Maul. Yeah, and it's. It was just the for me is the look and just you know that even though he was in that one fight scene got cut in half. Thanks for stopping by. You know I just oh, rebels will fix that for you. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I heard. They I heard. Really so I'm, I'm trying to go get through these last couple episodes of Clone Wars. But, uh, Michael, I think you have a point about the. I mean, that was the thing about Boba Fett. Even though he really didn't do much, this commanding presence of him <laughs> in both movies was just like okay this guy has to be a badass just the yeah. way the way they did it and it was just like for years us fans were like we wanted to see and we finally got to see it in this week's episode what a badass well, he really is well that it's was like, crap that was exactly. my point like that was the thing where even even and and i get your point like i love darth maul like i can watch duel of the face i can watch that scene oh, yeah. or that fight scene but like at the end of the day i think okay he's one and done he's out Right. He doesn't have that staying power for me to kind of really invest in the character. But there's like this. And I know there's been like books and I know there's been comics and I know there's been like all these different things to kind of really amp up who Bubba Fett is. But what like when he took that stick and like dragged it and then swung it around and that stormtroopers helmet like smashed into the guy's face. I was like, oh, oh, and that once, oh, oh I wish I, I, I don't think I can, oh, shit, I don't know if I can play this. Um, I don't, I really don't know if I can play. Let me see if I saved it. Um, uh, ooh. yes, it's TikTok, but I want to see if I can. 
I can't. F- I don't know how to find my likes. Anybody know how to find my likes? Uh, my daughter could help. I'm too old. <laughs> <laughs> You're too old. Uh, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> um, I don't know if I saved this. Somebody did the uh, the Celine Dion music, like the near oh, far, the okay. right? And they put that action scene where like he hits the guy with the thing and then he turns around and then he turns around and hits the other two with the thing and then his kneecaps blow off and he and they did it to that that Celine Dion I was (laughs) I was dying it was amazing I have to go find that it was um but like yeah like it it was like okay so this is who he is (laughs) And I, I like that he, he like they, they they went ahead and like you know because the one thing when I when I first saw Star Wars and I saw him go down this like the Sonic pit I was kind of like that's it yeah that, that's that's how he goes what was it what was that but, later I know but, then, but I like how they brought it back and you see the scarring on his body from the from the acid and I was yeah. kind of like all right cool they kind of like incorporated that you know he survived and you know and and and, and he looks like he went through a battle in that thing so. Just, and then you, when you see the fights, and then you're like, okay, this guy is a badass. You can't, you know, yeah. you, can't, you can't deny that. Well, he was a badass before you even put on the armor, and then he put on the armor, and you're like, Whoa, okay, whoa, <laughs> yeah, Christ, yeah. Um, I mean, they, they, guns, they did, they did so much stuff. Uh, I mean, like we we've been speculating for years. If you're a Star Wars fans, about hey, you know, if you read the books, you know that hey, there's a way out, and but. Favreau and Filoni have been just basically saying, hey, we like that story. We're going to use it. And then for years, it's like, oh, well, the books don't count. Well, guess what, motherfuckers? The books count now. And it's like, you know, <laughs> it's like su- surprise, you know, and you, know, you, you look at the video games and, you know, that's why you open the door to, you know, they're, they're giving you the fan service or as my one friend Malcolm says, uh, nostalgia porn. Uh, with with some of these episodes and some of these characters, but Favreau's going in and saying, "Yeah, we could use someone you know, but we're gonna go this other route and say, hey, here's you know, that's why I think it'd be kind of cool to see Kyle Katran going there, maybe Cal uh, Cassis from those last two video games, you know, yeah. come into play. I mean, the but the difference here is is they wrestled it from Lucas's cold dead hands. Thank God. I mean. Getting it out of Lucas's hands had to be one of the smartest moves for the, fran- for the franchise. I mean, because yeah, I, my I, son, my son has only sat through the fan- Phantom Menace. God help me, and he thinks Jar Jar Banks is a great character, and I'm just like, oh, well, strangle me! <laughs> Remember, there is no canon death for Jar Jar, so he's still out there. <sighs> yeah, yeah, he's out there. He's well. They're saying that he, yeah. Is he a Sith Lord or is he a Jedi Master? I don't know. I was telling Jake that the other day. I was like, he's the one. He's the guy who's running the show now. Um, <laughs> remember, he gave the powers to the Chancellor. It could have been him the whole time. Yeah. Yep. He could have set this whole thing up. Um, no, but I mean, I, I don't... I like the fan service that they're paying because it's like... I'm trying to think. There was a TV show, and I'm trying to think which one it was. It was probably... It was probably like JLU or or one of those where you get these like episodes where you get a snippet of history or you get a snippet of like unknown comic history or you get a connection, right? But it doesn't eclipse whatever the through line actually is. It it enhances it. It gives you that fan moment, 
but it never <laughs> distracts necessarily from the 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 underlying main story. Like Boba Fett's going to no. be cool, but I don't expect him to stick around forever. Like he's going to help him get the child back. He's going to help get Grogu back, but then he's out. He's out. Like that's yeah, it. It's fulfill his vow. All right. Same thing with Ahsoka. She was in. She's out. And maybe she'll come back. Maybe she won't. But it doesn't matter. But this is the type of show that was written. I mean, for not just fans, but for people who have a casual familiarness with. Right. You just know, well, oh, Star Wars is a thing. And you don't need to know all this stuff. All you need to know is, you know, somebody asked me, this is like, well, do I need to know all this stuff? I'm like, no. Do you know what happened at the, you know, Return of the Jedi? Yeah, the, the Rebels won. I'm like, that's all you really need to know. And you're good to watch the film. Well, well it's funny because not only Mike calls me on Friday afternoon, my father calls me too. And my father, you know, with, with his Italian accent, you know, who the frick is this guy? And I was like, I got to explain him. I ain't watched no freaking cartoon. I'm like, Dad, watch the cartoon. Like, <laughs> oh, I was trying to explain how Bubba Fett came back to my girlfriend. And at a certain point, I felt like I wasn't speaking English anymore. Because I was like, because she asked me, like, well, what's a Mandalorian? And I'm like, oh, Jesus. How am I going to? I was like, how am I going to explain this? Like, and I, I really felt like I either felt I felt like I was like inebriated because I'm like, am I making any sense right now? Because I'm like, so Mandalorians is a planet. Huh? She's probably with this kind of face, right? She probably has this face when he has, when he has no, 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 no. She was no, no. She was like no, no. She's like I. So there, she's asking questions, and I'm like, that's when I was like, wait, what did I like? I just completely. I was like, all you gotta know is that Boba Fett was a badass, and all the people that that paid three hundred and fifty dollars for the Hazlab Razor Crest is gonna be pissed tomorrow. <laughs> that's all you need to know. Um, oh man. So okay. We we hit an hour, so um, I think we should do a part two because Hopkins couldn't do it. Are you guys up for a part two? Oh yeah, with it. Okay, so we gotta figure out time we can get Hopkins because we got JQ, we got Sanchez, we got Brian, but we're missing our producer. We're missing missing our guy for the, for the full fanboy factor reunion. Um, well, you know, I'm the one with the least respon- least amount of responsibilities. So. But you come in with some great shit. I'm gonna tell you that right now. <laughs> You're the color guy. You just come in with like the, um, because I I also want to ask at some point somebody's got to explain to me is is the picture of Nightwing Deathstroke real or is it just a fan thing? No, that's a real thing. Oh, I want McFarlane to make that figure. Okay, um, so thank you everybody for listening. Um, you can check out Brian at fanboyfactor.com. Um, you can check out Jay. Did I say it right or did I say it wrong? No, you said it right. Okay. Because I always because it's the fanboy factor, but it's fanboyfactor.com. Okay, fanboyfactor.com. And JQ also writes for Brian over there, and Sanchez is hanging out doing his own thing down there in Florida, living his life. We're gonna see if he gets a Infinity Gauntlet on his hand for 2021. Um, <laughs> thank you, gentlemen, for joining me, and 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 stay tuned for part two next week. Hopefully, part two next week. We're gonna we're gonna try to make it. We got a month to figure it out. This podcast was brought to you by Jackson Studios. Jax!